Welcome to another episode of Media Monsters Podcast. We are glad you are here, and thank you, thank you. And Jeremy Schreifels is right there. You are right there. And we are here together to bring you another Wednesday morning awesome conversation. It's great. At the time that you're watching this, it's probably going to be at least a month after our New York event. And we had the honor and privilege to go and speak at an event. We were the featured speakers. We were the only ones for our friend Jessica Dennehy. She's also a client of ours, Pivot and Slay. If you haven't listened to the Day Slayer podcast, you need to definitely check it out. But we ended up going to Long Island and it was quite a journey. So on this episode, we're going to talk about, we'll have some travel tips for you. We're going to talk about some of our adventures that we took. Um, and there, Unfortunately, there's some we probably can't talk to you about right now, but we're we'll going to show those for a later episode. Yes. Yes. We don't want to scare anyone off. So <laughs> Jeremy, why don't you like, what was your, uh, what was your first uh, impression of making that journey to New York? Well, let's see. I got in, I think, at about 12.40 a.m. local time in New York. So that in itself is always an adventure. And I'm now nicknaming New York the $200 state because that was the minimum of my Uber ride to go from the airport (laughs) to our Airbnb. So that was an experience I had yet to have in my life. Um, And now we know. You know, and that's, you know, we figured out too, and you, you figured this out pretty quick shortly thereafter, like there are peak times when you get off the plane. So if Ubers are in high demand, planes just land, wait for like 30 minutes when the, the flights die down, you can hang out, get something at the airport restaurant and just grab you a snack and wait because that's where they get you. And not only that, like I took a car service. And they rolled up on me pretty quick. And they're like, look, my friend, I can do this for you, but it's cash. I'm like, it's not much cheaper than Uber. And you're actually (laughs) making more because Uber takes 50% of your money. So why don't we call it an even hundred? And I ended up paying way too much. I paid way too much for my Uber. But the good lessons, that was one of our good lessons. So the lesson is this. Next time, get on Turo. If you don't know about Turo, T-U-R-O. It's fantastic. It's reliable. You can get extra coverage too. Usually the cars are in pretty decent shape. You can rent a car as low as 62 bucks a day. I did that on a trip to Hawaii and it was fantastic. So yeah, just another alternative, but I tried to even rent a car because I was like $200 for an Uber. I got to be able to get a car cheaper than this. But of course, at that time at night, all those rental companies are closed. So I was not getting it. So, you know, Cost of doing business, as some might say. However, we learned a thing or two and had a a great time and had an opportunity to now have a story to tell. Yeah, it was amazing. So we did we did get a really good deal though on our Airbnb. Shout out to Tracy. Woo woo! Right, yes. Mr. Trifles um, delivered it up hot and fresh and found us a great place. It was a two bedroom. It was almost it almost seemed like it wasn't a basement, but it was. It, it seemed like it could have doubled as a basement, right? Yeah. It's like, I think like a mother-in-law suite is what they call something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. I had a fridge, had a shower, two bedrooms. I had actually two beds of mine. I was like, man, this is great. I'm like sleep on the other could one. I had a third person there. Yeah. I could have had a third person in there, but um, the digs were convenient. They're in a quiet neighborhood. It was amazing. And and I've got to tell you, it was, it was probably, that was an excellent find on our trip. So if you're not, you know, fluid with Airbnbs, make sure you get fluid with them as soon as you can, because they're wonderful options to staying in the hotel. 
I think we probably invested maybe 60 bucks in snacky foods and things like that and water. Mm -hmm. So we saved a ton of money um, just by doing those simple things. Even with the Uber ride, I think it was probably a total of a hundred bucks back and forth to with groceries to Walmart. So right. Um, simple, easy. Yeah. It's nice. Simple. So kind of broke down to like 25 bucks a day per person or 50 bucks a day per person just by doing that one thing. Right. So, so nice. So easy. Yeah. Nice and easy. Let's talk about the event. The event was amazing. Uh, at 317 Main Street in Farmingdale on Long Island. We yes. were directed. So <laughs> now we are, we understand the language and we will not screw it up ever again. So those of you listening that are on Long Island, you're welcome. We learned, yes. we remembered and thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. And shout out to Chef Eric. Eric uh, is the, uh, he's a three-time chop champion. So if you ever watch that show, Chopped, he was, um, He's fantastic. He's got an amazing story. Um, if you follow him on social media, you can find him on Instagram. He's probably the most most active there. But Chef Eric is here. Let me see. Let me get his handle for you because yeah, Sheriff Chef Eric L. Eric Levine. Chef Eric Levine. It's not Levine, it's Levine. But at one point he was he was severely overweight and he lost a ton of weight. The guy looks great. He's very calm. We were kind of talking about. The demeanor of chefs, you know, you think of Gordon Ramsay and you think of chefs and they're angry and they're yelling. A lot of chefs are usually like that. I think it's the atmosphere. It's the speed. It's, you know, when you're high pressure, it's a high pressure situation. And when you're working in a four or five star um, type of environment, the expectations are high and the demands are equally high, too. So that pressure, like the chefs tend to lash out. But Chef Eric did not give us that indication this time. He's nice no. and almost like a yoga, right? Like a yogi. Yeah, totally. Calm, cool, collective. I think he's a, a black belt, so that probably helps a little bit. Yeah, his chi centered. Yeah, so extremely centered. His food was on point, by the way. The yeah. food was amazing. Man, what what did you have? Do you remember? Nope. I had the Asian pork tacos, and they were delicious. It was I like don't, a don't shredded. Yeah, I don't normally know. I take a picture when it's that good because you know Instagram has to eat first. And <laughs> I didn't this time. I was controlling my urge to want to take a picture of it, but I didn't because I was in good company with good people. Yeah, it was good. Got to meet Nell. Shout out to Nell, enticing media. We work with her quite a bit in in monumental voice media, and she is a hell of a videographer and editor. And she's fast too. I don't know how she does that magic she does, but we really love working with her. She's so magic. yeah, she is magic, like a unicorn. She took the train. She took a couple of trains actually to get to to get on Long Island so that she could come and see us in our element. So perfect. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it was good. I gotta tell you, that was um that was our first time actually um being at an event that was for us for monumental voice media. And it was also the dynamics of two speakers is always different. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think, you know, what would you have done differently? Jeremy, what would I have done differently? Mm -hmm. mm. Well, I had more music because okay. it seemed a little low for me. Okay. However, uh, I don't know that I would have done a lot different. Like, I, we went in with a goal or an intention of like reading the room and letting the room tell us what they needed. 
which is kind of key if you're a speaker and you're going in to provide some value to an event and an event where your goal is not to sell or preach from the stage. It's just to go there to provide value. We were there to talk about podcasting and voicing your brand and bringing that to life. And so having that opportunity to just talk to people about what that, what does that look like? How can that work? And then letting the room tell you what they need. And they did. They really did. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's pretty interesting in that dynamic too, when you've got the yin and yang of human beings. And um, I started off, but then I left the stage because I thought it was awesome to be able to be in the crowd with people too. So while Jeremy was speaking and just dropping hammers left and right, (laughs) it's amazing. I mean, they really love you. I was just taking pictures of everybody and saying hi quietly. Um, that's the benefit of having a two-man team too at an event. And you know, if you're in a situation like that where you're in a business partnership or you have two people, it's sometimes sitting there and outlining like, hey, what are you going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? Um, we didn't veer too far off the script, but it was still a very impactful event. And I think a lot of it had to do with that dynamic of like, we had somebody on stage, but we also had somebody with the people. Right. And it's important. I think that's part of reading the room and understanding like, like reading the vibe of the people, like they needed that they needed somebody that was like, come with me. So you went down into the audience, but then they also had somebody that could be like, okay, here's where that voice is coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it just turned out great. The energy was great. The questions were great and such a great mix of people of entrepreneurs and business owners and really engaging it really was. They had great questions. They really did. I, I can imagine like, you know, we had Aaron Younger who was there, which is always great to see him. Um, you know, we, we met some really interesting people while we were there. And I've got to say, I mean, if, when I'm thinking about professions, it's really weird because sometimes I remember professions over names or things like that. But right. yeah, you, you think there's, um, there are people from law so we had Michael, Michael Porpat was there, you know, he's an attorney. So, and then we had a couple of other people. He's also a drummer too, though. So you guys had a lot of, so we which, had a good time. You guys had a great time. You guys had a great time. Um, there was another lady that was there that I really enjoyed talking with her. And she has got, she's got an, like a boutique. She's got a very unique boutique and, it's it's fantastic because she sells a little bit of everything and you know it was great to be in a room with people from different backgrounds um definitely being in the northeast was a lot different me being down south the vibes a lot different mm-hmm. so what was your what was your take on like the whole the whole feel of the city well i don't think we actually experienced the city cuz we never made it to the concrete jungle cuz we stayed on long island <laughs> And it was the best hidden gem that I think I've found in some of my travel. And I haven't spent a lot of time out East, but I just, I loved, I loved the space. I loved the people. They were all good. Obviously very different than, you know, the Midwest. However, wonderful, great energy, great connectors. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, sometimes I like the East coast to the point. Like, yeah, like this is how it is. This is where, who we are. Um, and not being ashamed of that or, 
or thinking anything other than like, this is how we, this is what we do. There's a lot of synergy there too. Cause people down in Houston, like they're like that in Texas are like, Oh yeah. Well, if you don't like this, just tough luck. Yeah. You know? Like, okay. All right. That's cool. And and there were more horns up there. Definitely. Especially some of our, we had an Uber driver. He was fantastic. Uh, (laughs) Irish American. He let us know right out the bat. He's like, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. This is my gambling and smoking and drinking money. And, uh, you know, I got to hide every bit that I can, you know, but he was like, there wasn't not one person that didn't use their horn up in New York. So kudos to New York for laying it on (laughs) just cause. Yeah. So if you need a business idea, how do you do horn replacements in cars? Cause you're going to make money when you go to New York. That's right. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I had, I had a really, really good time. I had a good time up there and it was beautiful. And shout out to Brian Lewis uh, Jr. who took us out on the beach and we went flat rolling. He dropped the, the air pressure on his truck to on each of his tires to like 20 pounds. And we drove on the beach and on, on the sand, um, which is amazing in itself. I mean, you got to be highly scientific to do that. I was always wondering why I got stuck on the sand. Now I know. Right. So and you had low profile tires, probably Danny, that those yeah. Cadillacs you drive, you know, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Not good for the beach anyway. I'm dragging my ankle. I know. I know. I was <laughs> even on the hard sand and I got stuck. It was amazing. So yeah, it was, it was an amazing trip. Um, Jessica Dennehy did a fantastic job. If you haven't checked out our podcast, make sure you do. It's the day Slayer podcast. Um, Pivot and Slay is her brand. She owns a few barbershops called the Madman Barbershops up in New York. She's a co-founder and co-owner of them. And you need to check out her story because she is a fantastic human being. The thing I love about her is she took a dream. She had always wanted to meet Michael Strahan. And, you know, sometimes we talk about manifestation, but it's not just the manifestation. It's one thing to imagine and think about what it is you want to have happen. Then say it out loud, put it on a vision board. But between that, before you get to that place, that manifestation, you have to do work and Mm -hmm. release any expectation of it. You may or you may not, but you got to put it out there. And the other key ingredient is actually doing the work. So, um, And she's definitely doing the work. She is. And, you know, the happy ending to the story is that she did get to meet Michael Strahan just the week before. And it was a process that she went through. She tells a great story about that. And she had always followed him, always been a huge fan. And what are the chances of somebody like her? Not not that there's anything bad, but like we're all regular people out here. So when you have a Michael Strahan, you know, that's in your scope, how do you get to those people? We're going to talk more about that in future episodes because there is a science to it and there's also a process. And I think that would be a great episode where we have her on as a guest in the near future where she can tell us how she did that. That's absolutely perfect. Yeah, she spent one hour on Zoom with Michael Strahan, and she was excited. I'm guessing words can't even describe what it what it was. It was yeah, there, there are no words. It was there'd be, it'd be understated to try to put words to it. But we'll have Jessica Dennehy on this podcast so we can hear her story, hear where she's from, what she's done. She's done some amazing things in her life, so we'll save that for later. But any other last minute tips, or you know, if people are going to New York, that they should know. Well, one thing they should know is Jessica does this meetup once a month. It's usually the first or second Tuesday of every month. I do know, depending on when this airs, June will be the last one. And then she's taking a small summer break. So if you hear this after June of 23, make sure you check out her Pivot and Slay brand. Find this meetup if you're on the East Coast ever. 
because it's a great networking opportunity to meet some really fantastic people. Um, and maybe even just reach out to her and see how can you do that same type of model in your area? It's brilliant too. You'll make a lot of friends, a lot of connections. So speaking of connections, make sure you are following us on Media Monsters on Facebook and follow Monumental Voice Media page as well too. We'd appreciate a like, comment, share. If there's anything you like, don't be afraid to engage. We do watch that page quite a bit. And if you're listening to this on audio only, make sure you follow us on our YouTube channel at Media Monsters 1111. So that's all I got. Thank you again for your time. See you next week. Bye.